The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level three. Welcome back to the only show in the world that is covering and stressing out a live in-game tennis match. Uh, <laughs> keeping you up to date. This isn't like you know fr- fringe tennis. I got to be honest. Like the WTA, they they clearly like they don't have a union, right? Like like <laughs> like what are we doing? It's it's two in the morning there. It's Toronto. Like, it's in a safe part of Toronto, though. They're not really in Toronto. They're in the middle of nowhere. Right? Like, it's like it's it's like York University. It's like a, it's a, it's like a nice nice university and all that. But it's really like put it this way: anybody there right now? Like, there's no transit. Like, they're screwed. Like the people that stayed here. And the other thing is too, I can't imagine they're not selling booze anymore. Like, it's close. It's two in the morning. It's past like the the legal last call. Like in in Toronto. Last call in Toronto is 2 a.m. Like it's like it's it's done. I'm kind of, I'm becoming a fan of Cassid Kina actually. I like her. Uh, I like her. She's cool. Like she, you know, she's laughed. She slapped herself in the face. She's laughing. She sort of laughed with a couple of fans a couple of minutes ago. She just swatted a fly angrily. <laughs> like, like I like. Like I can tell she's like. She's just fighting. Like, she's just doing her best. She's grinding. And I tell you what, she's battling right now with this, bro. She won her serve, 3-1. She's up uh, love 30 right now, bro. She's good on defense, like you said. She's very good on the counterattack. Well, you know what? She finally won a serve. You know, she finally won a game on serve. Her confidence is up, and now she's doing what she's been doing the entire game, which is putting pressure on Reba Kina. And here she comes, Gabe. You know, next thing you know, Kasakina goes up, and she wins this set just oh. like that, man. It's getting there. Reba Kina just smoked an ace. Like, oh, my God. No, she has to she do it again. Smoked it. I thought it was out, but whatever. It's in. <laughs> like, I was like, I think that's out. Like, she really, like, killed the ball. Like, there was no, like, you could barely see it. It was like, all right, that, all right, there's a point. It was 30-15. She just hit the net on the first serve, though. Well, you know, that's one of her advantages that she has over Kasekina. She has the ability to have a serve powerful enough to score an ace. Kasekina doesn't really have that. You know, that's that's once in every blue moon, Gabe. Oh, 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 la, 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 la. that's in. I think that's in. Ah! Kasekina just hit it to the baseline. I thought it was in, man. Does she have a challenge or what? Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm I crazy or do I think everything? No, she's she's now she's complaining now. That There's was no it. linesmen's at these tournaments, Gabe. It's all it's all eagle eye or Hawkeye, excuse me. Uh, that's that's like garbage, man. That was it, man. <laughs> That was it. I wasn't sure about that serve before. I'm convinced. Now she's rattled. She just, like, lost the point. She's hitting the net. She got rattled after that point. She started bitching to the judge. But she put her hands up, like, come on. Like, yeah, I could see. That was in. It was in, bro. Son of a man. She got rattled on that. Now it's 40-30 Rybikina. Uh, that's hard to return. 
I don't know. I think I'd either, like, I'm tired, baked, or I'm just blind. I don't know if I'd be a good judge. I think everything's out. <laughs> I'm like, that's not in. <laughs> that's not in. That's in. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The late-night anger management class. Nothing wrong with betting a little late-night tennis. Let's do this thing. Except the crazy thing is, they're not playing on the West Coast. Like, you know, fine for us, whatever. It's 11.06 right now for us. It's 2.06 in the morning in Toronto right now. You got to really love tennis, man, to be sitting in the crowd at 2.06 in the morning. Like, who's there? Like, I'm looking at the crowd right now. Like, most of the people, most of the women there look angry. Like, I just saw there's a woman with her boyfriend or husband, like, like in the front row. She doesn't look too happy anymore. He's kind of into it. He looks stressed. He's probably got money on him at the issue. <laughs> like, like who's who's sitting here at 2 in the morning now? I would enjoy it if I would have stocked up. I think everyone has money on it. That's my assumption. <laughs> like, you either have money on it, yeah, or you're like. That's what I always think, Gabe. <laughs> you're one hardcore fan, Matthias. Like, you got to love tennis, bro. You know well, what it's I mean? a like, hell of a sport to bet day. on, Gabe. It's nonstop. And here comes Kasekina. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you know what this is, Matthias? These are real fans that are like, this is too good of a match to leave. I'm not leaving after 7-5-7. Seven, seven. Like, they know. It's like, oh, I've stayed this long. I got a statistic. That's what happened to me when I went to the Billie Jean Cup. <laughs> I was like, I got, I, I'm in. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm not giving up, man. <laughs> I was like, I'm staying. The only reason I left because I got too drunk. <laughs> like, that was basically the deal. And let me tell you, for me to admit that I was too drunk, I had to be pretty drunk. Like, even I knew. Like, I remember the match went on. Layla Fernandez versus the girl Martins. Who was it? The girl from uh, from from Belgium. It went on and on, bro. It was literally like three and a half hours. Like it, I swear to God, like it was seven, six, seven, six, tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Like it was like, it would not end. And uh, I must have plowed through about 18 white claws. Like in the, in the, like the first two sets type thing. <laughs> Sounds like a hell of a time, Gabe. Sounds no, like the best time ever. I would have yeah, been right remember, there with you, baby. Remember I was posting videos. I was sitting in the front row. Posted, I was literally in the front row, Matthias, right? I was literally, I was like, let's go, Layla. Right? I was like, let's go. And uh, I left after I watched a little bit of the next match, and I realized I got to go. I've been in this arena for five hours, and I'm getting pretty lit up. I remember the, the dudes that were serving me were sad I left. They're like, oh, buddy, there's a lot more tennis left today. I was like, I got to go. <laughs> and I just won, like, you know, $1,800, so I'm happy. See you later. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The late night 
Night Anger Match Request continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenzi. The players, the hustlers, the people, the bustle, and everybody else in between, including Mr. Rob Vino. RobVinoSports.com, WagerTalk.com, Philadelphia, PA, in the house. Let's do this thing. The NFL preseason is here. We are now just two weeks away from the start of the college football regular season. Rob, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for joining us. Uh, glad to be here, Gabe. So, uh, Rob, let's start off uh, with some NFL preseason football. And, of course, you are in the Philadelphia area, the Philadelphia Eagles. you got a Baltimore Ravens football team that have won 23 consecutive preseason football games. The last time the Ravens lost a preseason game was 2015. Interesting line movement uh, throughout the week. People jumped in on the Ravens early. The number hit six, and it looks like there's been some buyback with the Philadelphia Eagles. What are your thoughts on this football game? Yeah, it's, it's the obvious knee-jerk reaction, right? Just play Baltimore blindly. It's paid off so well over the course of the last few years under Harbaugh. Um, but, you know, Sirianni's group, I don't think they're going to go out there and lay down, Gabe. So there does come a point where you have to draw the line in the sand where you think that the points are too many to lay and perhaps Philadelphia can sneak under. And I don't really blame the take back here. Um, I'm not on the game either way. I'm a little bit afraid of the Baltimore run. But that being said, you know, just being in the area here and getting a view of the practices locally um, through television and media each and every day, it seems to me Philadelphia will be in this game and intends to be in this game. The depth is good, so I don't know. Like I said, I don't hate the the buyback here. I think it's probably the correct move. How has the tree the uh, the preseason treated you uh, so far? Well, we got off good last night and did not play anything today so we're looking forward to tomorrow but last night had an overplay surprise surprise that got us home with minnesota and seattle um and then we're looking ahead to tomorrow gabe but today i didn't have an awful lot um that i recommended to clients here kept it quiet today you know a, a game that i really liked uh tonight i like the card tonight actually and i stumbled out of the gate i was wrong with the hall of fame game i was on the under and i lost I was on the wrong side of the games on Thursday night. I was on the Minnesota Vikings plus the points and the Patriots plus the points, and it was frustrating because I'm one of the people telling everybody that you can make money betting on the preseason. Then they listen to me, and I'm wrong. <laughs> so, But I said, don't worry. Give me a chance when there's a full slate of games here. We'll start to get on track. I really like the Green Bay Packers. I like the Packers a lot coming into tonight's football game. You know, it was a very, it was, you know, a lot of it was not only that I like Green Bay, but it was, you know, an anti-Bengal uh, play as well. And I like the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, tonight. So there are a couple of trends that sort of, you know, sort of came through once again. Tomlin, Tomlin now, everyone talks about Harbaugh, uh, Rob, but you know, Mike Tomlin is now 16-4 and four straight up in his last 20 preseason football games. Yeah, they play well um, in the preseason, Gabe. And, again, it's a testament to the depth. It's a de testament to the focus of uh, Coach Tomlin and the way Pittsburgh approaches every single game. So no real surprise there. I'll tell you the one I missed, the one that I almost pulled the trigger on and did not get there, but it was a combination. It was a total play Detroit Giants over, which wound up getting there. Got the 37. The number was 35. But it's the head coaches here. Dable's now 4-0. and This is where my head coach where the total is concerned to the over. And the counterpart in that game, Dan Campbell, now five and two over the total. So a combined nine and two, just something to look out for where totals are concerned with Giants in Detroit the next couple of weeks. Rob, of course, loves to handicap every football league, including the Canadian Football League. We'll get his thoughts on the two games that are on the CFL card. But very interesting. Um, there's always these backstories. And you and I talked a lot about uh, Alex Magoo this year. And, and the Birmingham Stallions in the USFL. Last year, Nathan Rourke lit up the Canadian Football League. Former Ohio Bobcat quarterback um, was with the BC Lions in the CFL. And people, it was he was a surprise starter. He kind of, you know, against all odds, he became the starter of the BC Lions. Played so well that he had numerous National Football League teams who wanted to sign him and bring him into training camp. The Jacksonville Jags offered one of the highest signing bonuses for him uh, to you know to show up, and he thought it was a good fit to back up Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson. Uh, there, he's going to be on a football field tomorrow against the Dallas Cowboys, and I expect him to perform well. Yeah, I would say the same thing, Gabe. And I'll tell you, I mean, what was DraftKings thinking opening that game thirty-two and a half total? I mean, I didn't get there till thirty-four and a half, but now you're looking at thirty-eight and. 
You know, one of the things we're seeing here, Gabe, we're seeing a lot of overs here tonight, but these quarterbacks that are coming into the league now are far better at dual threat and making plays in the second half than they used to be, just say maybe six, eight years ago. And these totals that um, oddsmakers continue to hang at 33.5 or 33 to 35.5, let's say, maybe even at 36, they're just too low at this point in time, in my opinion, because you can get second-half points out of quarterbacks like Nathan Rourke, and, of course, they're going to play Dallas tomorrow, who will march out there, Will Greer and Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush has been a great preseason quarterback. So that 32-and-a-half opener made me, you know, a little cross-eyed at it. I didn't get there till 34-and-a-half. Certainly it's uh, gone way up since then. But those are the types of things, I think, nowadays where um, the old standard of just hanging three and 33, three and 34, whatever the case um, for a totals player like me, I think we've got a little bit of time here, a little time window. We can capitalize on some overs because these kids coming in now, they throw it better. Dual threat doesn't just mean you can run the ball anymore. They throw it better. The RPO game is so advanced in the NFL now that uh, we're seeing second half points. Rob, what's your theory? I'm curious your take on this because you look at Cleveland tonight, Cleveland struggled all night. They were kind of flat against Washington. And, you know, they started to come, they came back late. I get it, but they put some points up on the board. Yet that was their second game, and they played the Hall of Fame game. So now the Jets are playing their second game. But it's, you know, you the, 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 you could argue the handicap, well, you know, they got a game under the belt. And I, I've fallen for that at times. They've got a game under the belt now. But when you talk about preseason football in the modern era, these teams that play in the Hall of Fame game, and they're the only two teams with the four-game preseason schedule, seems like the Week 2 game is actually kind of a throwaway, that they don't want to make their team tired and wear them out, especially when they have a dress rehearsal game coming up. So I'm starting to think that it's more of a detriment to the team that played in the Hall of Fame game in the second game. What well, used to be easy money, right? Game, a game under the belt used to really work. Um, right, it used to be, right? A game under the belt, exactly. Yeah, it used to work. Um, <laughs> used to. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way anymore. And I think the shorter preseason, now, like you say, I mean, the Hall of Fame teams used to play five. Now they only play four. Teams used to play four. They only play three. I try to treat them all individually. Um, tomorrow night's instance for the Jets. I mean, Salah's been a good ATS coach in the preseason, I think five and two so far, including the loss last week. But the Jets looked absolutely miserable. Um, and for Carolina, you got a brand new situation with a brand new quarterback. Bryce Young's going to play a little. Frank Reich, who has a preseason track record. And you wonder, Gabe, you know, you have to differentiate. Does the guy want to come in and establish a winning culture like a rookie head coach would, like Jonathan Gannon here tonight? Or a guy like Frank Reich, who's been around the block a few times, you know, come in, implement my systems, and we're not really worried about winning. We're, we're just worried about getting better each and every day. And it's, it's a fine line to walk. I kind of like the Jets in this situation tomorrow. Not because, you know, you can't take game under the belt and just bet it blindly anymore. But I do think that Robert Salah's team will perform a little bit better. You get worried with the quarterback situation because Zach Wilson just hasn't been great. But um, I don't know that Carolina's there yet either with this uh, veteran head coach. Rob, we got about 45 seconds uh, or so, about a minute before the break uh, here. Uh, Rams and Chargers. Interesting. Two coaches, two teams that have been very apathetic towards uh, the preseason. Sean McVay obviously has been, you know, the, the preseason has never been something that's motivated him. And Staley, one in five straight up in his two seasons. Uh, with with the Chargers, and they always play against each other, and they're playing against each other, so it's almost like a uh, battle of apathy. Right? Like it's like, all right, you've got two teams that don't care. Does two teams that don't care lead to an under uh, in the football game? But I've been saying throughout the week, I think the Rams might be a little bit more interested and competitive in the preseason, considering all the jobs that are that are available and roster spots and uh, players that are trying to prove something. More with Rob on the other side. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The Friday Night Free Show continues. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We're kicking it with the great Rob Vino, Philadelphia, PA, wagertalk.com, robvinosports.com in the house. So, Rob, what do you think if uh, much of this Rams and Chargers game sort of set it up a couple of minutes ago? Two coaches that have been very apathetic in the preseason. Yeah, after I just rambled, Gabe, about standard totals and hanging the same um, lines for the last 30 years, three and 33. This is a place where you hang 32 and a half. <laughs> Just wait and see where it goes. Because, like you said, I mean, you laid it out perfect. Nobody cares. I'll tell you what I fear on the Chargers side, second half, would be Easton Stick and Max Dugan, especially, because Max Dugan is one of those guys we just talked about who will make plays, who will win a game for you at the end, obviously playing for a job to stick with the team. Um, so that, that wouldn't make me a little bit nervous. And like you say, when you have two head coaches who put very little, into winning the game for four quarters, um, it's hard to even break it into half and say, well, maybe I like somebody first half. But there is money on the L.A. Rams side, right? It's going from Chargers one all the way to three the other way. Four-point move seems a little steep to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So maybe I'll get interested when it gets closer to kickoff, but I'm not really interested in that one right now. Interesting games on Sunday as far as sort of the brand-name teams, popular teams. you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are one-point underdogs against the New Orleans Saints and the San Francisco 49ers and the Raiders. And listen, 49ers, Raiders, preseason, regular season, whatnot, there's always going to be a little bit of little bit of an edge to it. And, um, you know, the fans, uh, not, not quite the same anymore, obviously, uh, not being in Oakland uh, anymore. But interesting dynamic in this football game. Brock Purdy not ready to go. Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback. So you want to talk about interesting quarterback dynamic you have Trey Lance uh, starting for the San Francisco 49ers and he's going to play the first half and Sam Darnold will play the second half for the San Francisco 49ers Niners are laying four right now Rob any opinion on that yeah that's a good quarterback situation to bet on Gabe obviously um, Trey Lance has a lot of ground to make up I think that job has probably already been decided by the coaching staff and Trey Lance isn't going to be your number one, but still a chance to prove himself. So you like those types of motivational angles in the preseason. So I would tend to look that direction. I would also tend after seeing today that Patrick Mahomes will get some playing time on Sunday. I immediately look toward the first half over in that game. I mean, if he gets a drive, he can get a touchdown and this total is 19 and a half. I don't know that he'll get two drives if he gets a touchdown right off the bat. Um, but I think you can take seven right away in the first quarter on a 19-and-a-half total and just look for a 7-6 game the rest of the half. That's very, very doable. So that's something I'm looking at, too, here um, is maybe a first-half total with the Chiefs announcing that Mahomes is going to go first half. And uh, the internet – He'll play, not first half. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? You say, yeah, first half. You know what's crazy? He might. <laughs> like they, You never know with them. <laughs> he's done, he's done that before where it's like, man, I can't believe Mahomes is in the game. I look at Sean Payton tonight rolling uh, Russell Wilson out to start the football game tonight. Yeah, and, and they played a wild game. They played four or five series with the starters, so you're absolutely right. 
You never, you know, especially with some of these older coaches and new dynamics, they're taking over. They're taking over new teams. The internet is blowing up as far as Derek Carr, man. This guy looks like he's ready to fight uh, yeah. Elon Musk and Zuckerberg. Uh, he's been hitting the gym. <laughs> Derek, Carr, Derek Carr's all ripped uh, right now. Rob Vino uh, kicking it uh, with us. So, Rob, we're literally two weeks away from the start of college uh, football. Have you started to focus in on Week Zero's games at all, or are you still in futures mode? You know, I just finished up. I, I bet my last couple of futures, Gabe. I'll just, I know we're pressed for time, so I'll give you a couple that I looked at. That, not that I looked at, that I bet. I bet the Kentucky team over six and a half wins, and boy, the big got out of control at the end. I mean, I had to wind up laying about $1.70, but boy, the advantage of not having to get to seven with them. Um, over six and a half to me, I, you know, it may sound crazy to some, but I actually believe Devin Leary is going to be a better quarterback for this team than Will Levis was. And they've actually stacked that offense now with Leighton Cohen coming back and with the talent that they have at the skill positions, Kentucky hit the transfer portal pretty good. Offense is going to be really, really good. They've got like 120-something career starts coming back on the offensive line. You know, They won seven games last year, Gabe, which is the number you need to get to here. And winning seven games, they lost to Vanderbilt in that mix. So if they could beat Vanderbilt this year, certainly they'll get the seven. I won't break down the schedule for you because we don't have enough time. But the schedule does lay out non-conference and then home division to where I think they could actually get to eight here. So um, I think Kentucky, one more time undersold. Stute always seems to get to seven. It's amazing, isn't it? So they lose Will Levis and they lose Chris Rodriguez. Uh, they're stud uh, running back, and they're going to be better, as you stated. I think everything has fallen into place for them. I like I like the 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 coordinator. You bring in a great quarterback in Devin Leary. I'm I'm totally down with this. Stoops is doing a great job and flying under the radar. We've been talking about Vanderbilt a little bit on the program uh, this week. Uh, their win total three and a half. An interesting eight different media members actually picked Vanderbilt to win the SEC division. To win the, the eight guys picked them to win a division, and five of them picked five of them picked them to actually win the SEC championship as well. <laughs> they didn't want to vote for Georgia, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, those are the types that you know, are like people online that are always given like the forty-two point underdog to win outright, and they're wrong three hundred times, but it happens once, and they're like, "I told you, I told you." They were, you know, <laughs> I think that's what those media people were doing. Yeah, and you could make a career off it. And let's not sell short or laugh at anything that Clark Lee's doing there at Vanderbilt because they are a good team. And that division itself, that Eastern division, when you get beyond Georgia, just go through the next six teams, it's an absolute rumble for who's the next best team after that. In my estimation, I guess Tennessee is the team you would list up top, but you know the Floridas, the South Carolinas, the Kentuckys, the Mizzou's, the Vanderbilts of the world, they can all beat up on each other. Three and a half does seem like a small number. If you just eliminate the SEC stuff, and say, can Vandy get you to three non-conference? The answer is probably yes, and then sneak up on somebody and get to four. So, yeah, I, I'm all with that as well. I think you could find, you know, it's not impossible to find seven bowl teams in one division of the SEC. We've seen it before. So um, three and a half seems like a low number for what he's doing there. They're progressing pretty rapidly. Rob Vino throwing down with us. Wagertalk.com. You can follow Rob on Twitter, X, at uh, Rob Vino Sports. So, uh, CFL football, Calgary Stampeders and the BC Lions, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock local BC Vancouver time. Um, they are honoring the, the BC um, Lion legends at the game, actually. They're, so, they're expecting a, a nice crowd, throwback players, and, and their, their Wall of Fame players and all of that. And Vernon Adams will be back at quarterback for the British Columbia Lions as well. Um, they're six-and-a-half-point favorites right now. The total, 45-and-a-half, coming off a game in which they were absolutely throttled um, by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. What's your take on this game that can be seen on the CBS Sports Network? Tell me we're both lined up on over, Gabe. I've had it over 45. Kadeem Carey's coming back to the other side as well. And Calgary, to me, seems to be a little more potent week by week. Uh, offensively seem to be getting things together that they didn't have at the beginning of the year. Hey, the one thing that scares me is that BC just got destroyed, as you mentioned, gave up 50 points, and the defense had really been good up until that point in time. But I just find Calgary right now to be pretty um, fluid on offense as these weeks go by, a little better, a little better, much like the way we used to um, a few months back. 
kind of project those USFL and XFL teams. It's a slow start coming along, coming along, and boom, like the Dallas Renegades or whoever it was that wins the, the whole league. Um, I think they're good offensively, and I think BC is going to get there. That wide receiver increased too much for Calgary to handle. So I'm on over 45. Um, hope you're there with me. Oh, I love the total of this game. This game feels to me that I threw out a score earlier today. I said like 30, 30 to 21, 30 to 22 type feel. You know what I mean? That sort of feel. And I might be a little conservative on that. It's going to be a beautiful day. Weather's not a factor. No wind. Um, you know, it's, it, the temperatures are expected to be like 80, you know, 90 degrees, 85, 90 degrees type of stuff. But there's there's a lot of shade. It'll be a little bit breezy and cool enough for the players. So perfect weather conditions. Yeah, I think they get into the mid-50s here, Rob. And we've seen the BC Lions are very good at bouncing back off of losses. As long as, you know, like I say, the only issue that I have to really go through is can Calgary score their points against BC? And I think they can. They probably need to get us to, you know, 20 to get this thing up and over. Even if we skim over at 27-20, it sounds very reasonable to me. Um, so I'm there. I thought it was probably the best play of the week, to tell you the truth, uh, that game going up and over. So hopefully we land it. Yeah, it feels like the, the Montreal game from a couple of weeks ago. You're on 35-19. But I think Calgary will be a little bit more competitive. I could see a 35-27 uh, type of game. I'm not really in love with the 6.5 because I think Calgary could backdoor this. I don't think BC are just going to smoke them. But I do I do think BC wins for the teaser players. BC to win and then tease to over 38.5 I think is a good look. So, Rob, we literally have about a minute uh, here. Ottawa Red Blacks at the Argos. You want to talk about some wild line movement this week, man. This number had been 10, 10 and a half, three, <laughs> like, and uh, Chad Kelly's back in. This is a gut feel, bro. Feels like a little bit of an overreaction here that Kelly's back. I think the Red Blacks are live getting double digits, and I think we can get there with the total. You know, and last I texted you in a Toronto game, I asked you, am I crazy to think Calgary plus nine? Is no, we hit it. It was right, right? And I get the same feeling you get here that maybe with Crum um, – you know, it's probably a little bit too much. Toronto's a little scary, but you know what, Gabe, when you go through them, and I'll be real brief here, when you go through their um, scoring this year, a lot of it's come off that defensive side of the football, and a lot of it's come because they've set the offense up close. There's not a lot of big total yardage racked up by Toronto in some of these games, even though the points are big. So if uh, Ottawa can avoid some of that, they can probably stay right in this thing. Follow uh, Rob on Twitter X, as we uh, stated, Rob Vino Sports. Get him over at wagertalk.com, robvinosports.com. Rob, it's always a pleasure, my man. Can't wait to start breaking down the regular season, NFL, and uh, some college uh, football week zero, two weeks away. Always a pleasure, my man. Yeah, we're going to have a good time, buddy. Thanks for having me. Have a good weekend. The Late Night Anger Management Class. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.
You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. And, uh, uh, speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. There's a lady in the front row in this uh, tennis match in Toronto right now. She's wearing sunglasses. It just sort of hit me. It's like, lady, it's uh, it's actually it's 2.40 in the morning there right now. It's 2.40 in the morning. They're still playing. It's some hardcore stuff. Unbelievable. I can't. And I was sweating out the 32 and a half before. They sailed over that. 7-5, seven, 7-5, five, seven, five, and uh, we're going to a tie break at 6-6 six, six right now. They've been playing for three hours and 14 minutes, guys. <laughs> three hours, a three-set match. Three hours and 14 minutes we've been playing tennis for, Matthias. This has turned into an epic match, epic marathon. Both players should be commended. This is some big-time tennis at 3 in the morning, essentially, Matthias, on the East Coast, man. This is not easy. Like, these girls are grinding in the middle of the night. It's hot as hell there. Um... What a match. And they're still playing some good tennis. Look at this. Like, it's high level. Like, and now they're really battling. This is like a nice, because they're so tired now, both of them. No one's smoking the ball. Now you're getting some nice sort of creative shot tennis here. Well, this is what we've been waiting for, Gabe. About time we get something like this. And but <laughs> how, Let's see how many times somebody could hold serve. My goodness. So what do they get to? Uh, 24 and 12, 36. So they got 37. They ended up getting 37. I bet the over 32 and a half. It's always nice to jump in on an in-game tennis match and, and hit this, huh? A little. Uh, we had some bad beats earlier on the way out tonight. Bad losses, whatever. Bad bets. Not. To, uh, pardon me. Bad beats. Well, it was bad beats. They're bad bets if you lose, but. Like you guys, if you were tuning in earlier, I lost three games in a row, four bets in a row. All on sort of like last sequence type of like deals. I bet a basketball game with the Elam ending. I lost on a three-point shot at the end. It was plus one and a half. I could have covered and lost, but the dude hit a three <laughs> to win the game. That was painful, and I bet way too much on that. I had to draw at LAFC in Monterey. It was looking so good, and Monterey scored a 90th minute. That was like heartbreak city. And I was crying about the Arizona Cardinals giving up a late touchdown to the Denver Broncos because I had the Cardinals plus six. Denver scored with like a minute and a half left to, to take a 17-10 lead. And I'm like, oh, of course they did. And what are the chances Arizona are actually to go down the field and score a touchdown? Well, they did. They actually scored a touchdown with two seconds left and then even converted the two-point conversion and actually won the game 18-17. I don't know how many games Arizona are going to win in the regular season, but they got the win tonight. 2-1 Rybikina in the tiebreak right now. All right, we got a soccer game that's coming up, man. All right, this one is like next. Coming up next, Mike Goldberg style. Coming up next, Australia, the host nation, take on France. So, man, this French team is good, all right? This French team is good. Uh, they're real good. They're elite. Great playmakers. They bury the ball. They they could like the, the the Euro teams have really like stepped up their women's game as you see. They're really really good. So you're playing the host nation. I don't care who you are. It is a little daunting. It is a little daunting playing against the the host nation. Australia is really into it. Like they're you know what I mean. Like the ratings are through the roof. People are watching in town squares and in cities on screens. Every bar is full. Like they're into this thing. They support women's sport in Australia. So like they're they're really into it. And they got Kerr back now, right now. You know how fit is she? That's another story. So they got a puncher's chance here. I'll throw it to you, Matthias. First, I'll get my pick after. What is your pick? For France and Australia, and let me just actually let people know the odds. I'll set the let me set the table as far as the updated odds are concerned. So as it is right now, Australia to win in 90 minutes is plus 280. The draw is plus 210. France is plus 110. And shout out to Magnum Paul who's tuning in in Australia. We literally have uh, people. We got we got Rachel Hollicks all over the world. So a shout out to he's, he's going out to the Carlton Melbourne game AFL. I actually like um, Carlton. Am I slamming it? Large bet? No, but a little wreck play. Carlton Blues plus 10.5 against the Melbourne Demons. I like the Adelaide Crows, too. Mix Adelaide Crows plus the points. But uh, So Australia's plus 280. Draws plus 210. France to win. 
in 90 is plus 110. Uh, total, two and a half. Under two and a half is minus 188. People have been betting the under. It's climbing. Um, it's minus 188 to the under two and a half. Both teams to score. Yes, plus 110. No, minus 150. France to qualify, i.e. not to win in any manner, is minus 188. Australia to qualify is plus 137. Matthias, what's your pick? My pick is 3-1 France. I think it bites Australia that they played them in a warm-up game right before the World Cup started, and Australia beat them 1-0, and they celebrated in style, Gabe, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you beat the French before the World Cup? <laughs> I feel pretty good. And, you know, yeah, the French the, the, the French, back tonight. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. The French said, hey, it was just a warm-up game, but it was a fun game. We're happy for Australia. They played well. <laughs> It was like a big sister. It's like, yeah, he just wore, he, you know, they, they worked me out a little bit. You know, they broke me a sweat. They got me ready That's to go, you know. Matthias, everybody picks on the American girls. All the girls have attitude in this tournament. They're not the only ones. You know what I'm saying? They're, everyone's got a little bit of that. That's, you know, Absolutely. It's, it's sport, man. It's it. It is what it is. They're competitive. Oh, my like goodness, the, Gabe. But yeah, three, three one France. We're rolling with the game. Like I said, not not good that they played each other. I gave you credit last night. Although, listen, you were right. So good, good by you because we were all like Japan. I like Japan against Sweden and stuff. And I said, listen, I think Sweden are good. And I was pro Sweden. I said I think they're good, but I don't think they're going to be. I think they'll be playing defense a lot. And I couldn't have been more wrong. And you said, no, you like, you said what? You said 3 0 or 2 0. Right? You said Sweden 2 0. I said 1 0, to be honest. I said 1 0 Sweden. And the book said, the book was telling us 2 0, but you know what? Everybody but, was wrong. It was 2 1. <laughs> but, so Sweden were super aggressive early, okay? Like in Japan nearly scored or like Japan looked good, whatever. Like sort of they were the aggressors early Japan and it sort of was looking like I thought it would. They nearly scored in the seventh minute. They had a couple of early corner kicks type thing. Japan were buzzing around. They sort of looked good. Uh, but Sweden's size was a real problem, man. They're really big, that team. Like, really tall, long girls. One thing with Sweden, their cardio is really good. They're relentless, man. I'm a big fan of number nine on Sweden. Uh, what's her name? Asilia Masima, whatever her name is. Like, so many names in my head. Like, she's she's really good. I'm, I'm a fan of hers. Like, I just like her style. She's she's cool. Uh, good player. She's classy, too. She's not dirty, but she plays hard. Uh, great player. They're very, But they were, like, drilling the ball, man. And, like, they got a penalty kick right away. There was a, you know, I hate that, too. The poor girl in Japan, she was so short, Matias. She couldn't even see the ball, bro. And you called it. That's what I want to give you credit for. Because you said... Japan are going to be in trouble in set pieces. The corner kick. I said they're going to avoid corner kicks and they can survive. You know, the first goal, right? Corner kick. But what? It wasn't off the corner kick, but it was manufactured from the corner kick. They survived the first volley in the box. They sort of hazardly tried to clear it. The ball bounced like they, and then the sequence led to the goal, right? The sequence led to the goal. Sweden were dominating them. They were dominating. There was 1 0, then it was 2 0. I'm like, oh, good night, Japan. But sort of like uh, tonight with Monterey, Matthias, right? We saw Japan right around the 65th, 70th minute, man. Like, it got serious for them, and they and they could not have had worse luck, guys, right? Goalpost, crossbar, like penalty kick, crossbar. Like, it was like, it was one thing after another, but they didn't quit. And then, boom, they scored 2-1. They nearly scored again, too, a couple of times. Like, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to send this to penalty kicks. Like, they're going to come back. And they nearly did, but that's not living the past. I want to give you credit, though, good call. So now you're saying 3-1 France. I'm going to go lower scoring. I say France win tonight, Matthias, 2-0. I got France winning 2-0 tonight. Under 2.5 and, and France winning tonight. Gabe, I think the best thing that could have happened to the French was nobody talking about them to possibly winning the World Cup except in France. You know, no, everybody's been talking about everybody else, and here come the French, you know, right on the way to getting this thing. It's going to be a tough game for them tonight in Australia, though, with all those fans there. But like I said, man, it, it, it helps, and they're scoring goals right now. That team's scoring goals all over the place. I just wonder what's going to happen, you know, with the next game, Gabe. You know, that's the one that interests me a lot because that one's going to be tight. Does Colombia show up? I think the English are due up to mess everything up, man. I think they're going to lose. I think Colombia gets it done and surprise the world. This game, you know, Colombia are so... They're, they're good. They play hard. They're physical. They have talent. You know what I like about Colombia? There's a nice mix. 
They got young girls. They've got sort of older girls. They've got sort of skilled players. They've got bully girls on their team. Not Ramirez girls are like a big bully. She just like runs people over. <laughs> and she's like, what after? They're a nice mix. I like their goalie. Their goalie's pretty good uh, on Columbia. But they're Pennywise pound crazy. They they make a lot of like, oh, my God, what did you just do type of things. You know what I mean? In the box. They're very physical, Matias. Like, you know what? Put it this way. You know what we should bet? Will England convert a penalty if they can give it, if they'll give it to us? I bet you, like, that's Columbia have given penalties, bro. They're very aggressive in the box, man. So you think you think England are vulnerable? You're just so first for the record. I like I like France. I think France uh, qualify minus one eight. I think they're worth a look at the plus one ten in, in in the ninety. Same game parlays France to qualify and under two and a half goals is plus one fifty. That's a good play, I think. France to qualify under one fifth uh, under two and a half goals plus one fifty. And I've got another one. I'm going to play under two and a half goals. Uh, or sort of under three and a half goals and under three and a half cards. Sort of like alternate props and mix it up a little bit. But ultimately, I think France advance. I think the game goes under two and a half. And you can't make this up, guys, with this. I want to get to the UFC picks too. But, Matthias, we're in a tie break, bro. It's 7-7 in a tie break now. <laughs> it's 7-7 in a tie break. You're ahead of me, like, and I'm squeezing like, ass over here trying to think, oh, man, is, is Kasakina going to finish this off? She, and now uh, you're ahead of me, so you just saved me. I was sweating that. I thought she was going to lose that point. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's seven, I thought that was game. I thought Rubikina won it. She looked like she was behind the eight ball right there, Kasakina. So thank you for letting me know because you let you let go of some stress. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is really just unbelievable. She blew a six three lead in the tiebreaker. Rubikina blew a six three lead in the tiebreaker. How? Kasakina is now up eight seven. I love it. Keep keep telling me. Keep telling me. I love it. <laughs> it's is, working. This, this this match is insane. What time is it on the East Coast? So it's uh, two fifty two in the morning in Toronto right now. Match point. Rybakina is serving. If Katsakina breaks her, she wins the match. It's match point. Um, what are you doing with the UFC tomorrow, Matthias? Uh, main event: Luque and Dos Anjos. And uh, I like Dos Anjos, Gabe. I think Dos Anjos takes it. I think he has more. Ble- and the thing is, uh, Luque is coming back from that internal bleeding in his brain. And I, all I could think to myself is, man, how could you trust a guy, yeah, you know, yeah. in the octagon right away to to produce, you know, with, with an injury like that? Is he going to be ready to rock, you know, in that type of environment? Yeah, but it's a good. I, I, I don't know. And Dos Santos is a former champion. He could go to the ground. He he could win standing up. And he's been three and one in his last four fights. You know, he's been winning. It's not like he's coming off off of losses like an old like an old man is. You know, but he's he's ready. What do you do with Cub Swanson and uh, Dewadu? Gabe, I have a feeling Cub's going to win this fight, and it's going to be one of the best fights he puts up, you know, heading into the last chapter of his career, Gabe. Plus 180. I'm surprised Akeem is this big of a favorite. And uh, Matias spoke to Cub. I spoke to Akeem this week. And, you know, Cub's the known name. Like, what what are the odds makers seeing here? That's the whole thing. It's like, wow, they're not just going to give you money. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Uh, I just put a same game parlay in France to qualify and under three and a half. A little bit of a cushion in case we get to three, which is a possibility. Uh, that's minus 120. France to qualify that could win in any manner, and under three and a half is minus 120. I'm going to play another one here right now. Under three and a half goals, and under two and a half. You know what? Let's go with the under two and a half goals. It's too too high. We already got three and a half goals on the other one. So here we go. This is the here we go. This is it. See, it's got like I'm a mad chemist. So under under two and a half goals and under three and a half cards minus one thirty nine. So France to qualify and under three and a half at minus one twenty. And uh, actually, this just moved to one thirty one. And uh, under two and a half goals in the game and under three and a half cards. See, I like to mix it up a little bit. But I'll also play under two and a half in the game on its own. And here we go. A little France plus Sandis. Uh, That's French for you. Plus Sandis. Uh, aussi, je prends la France pour gagner la match. France avance. France to qualify. All right. Now, France plus 110. In regulation here, all right, little play on France at plus 110, and let's go with the under two and a half. Australia can't afford to get into a track meet here. You know, though, I look at this, Matthias, both teams to score yes is plus 110. I'm not sure France shut out Australia. Neither do I because they're playing in Australia. So I think the crowd will push them at some point in the game to go up and get a goal. You know, God, that's can I win this game, me, Gabe? Man. Are we sleeping on them to win this game at home? Yes. Are we sleeping on the home Yes. Side? <laughs> I think don't overblow France, bro. They're good. What's the deal with Wendy Renard anyways? Uh, Wendy Renard is plus 140 to score a goal. She's in. All right, great stuff. Follow me on Twitter at SportsRage, X, whatever. I'll post some pics. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.